Welcome, you've reached the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. The Brothers Journey is where we connect brother to brother, seeking wisdom and knowledge on our way to building understanding. Join the journey with Brother Steve. We will have real discussions and thought-provoking interviews on a wide range of topics for the purpose of creating a winning strategy. Together we will work to sharpen our vision and encourage action for our kingdom assignment. Now let's get it. Welcome, brothers, to show 16 of the Brothers Journey Show. The episode for today, I'm giving honor to all of those Americans who have answered the call of duty, and a special shout out to all of those families who paid the ultimate sacrifice. On behalf of Brother Steve and the Brothers Journey Show, thank you for your service. We will dive into the topic of service to others, and specifically service to these United States of America. As always, I start by giving honor to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to my loving wife Rita, and to you brothers and sisters for your honorable service to this country. Again, happy Veterans Day and thank you for your service. So the show topic for today is service and honor for our veterans. Happy Veterans Day to my fellow veterans again. Being a retired Air Force veteran, I can tell you firsthand what service to one's country is all about. Actually, this is a topic that definitely needs further discussion. So we will take a deeper look at service and an even deeper look into service to these United States of America. We have, we have been honoring veterans, you know, since the, early, the late 40s. And today we have made some progress, but far too many. But for far too many, we haven't gone far enough. I will touch on that a bit later in the show. The concept of service goes back as far as mankind itself. We've always had to step up and care for those who were unable to care for themselves. Being of service to one's person, a group, or a community, a cause, or a belief means that you have chosen to provide resources, which could be your time, your talent, or treasure, without expectations of anything in return. The purpose of service is so God can reach others through your hands. In in 2 Corinthians 9, the Bible says that the service we provide not only meets needs, but express thanks to God and leads others to praise God. The Bible also says that service builds up the body of Christ. So if you think about it, when you're doing something for others, hopefully they will see the God in you, which in some cases could be the only God they see that day. The word in Malachi warns us that God will pass judgment on those who fail to provide service for the most vulnerable members of society. Of course, I got you covered to ensure you don't get caught short in your service. So here are the seven ways you can serve others. Way number one, donate. Your money can go a long way. I know some people have more free time than free money. Time, definitely giving an encouraging word, praying for someone, spending some time with a young or old person is a great example. And like being a mentor um, is a great example of giving of your time. Your talents. You can share the talent that God has given you. You know, if you sing, you can you can go into a nursing home or, or a shelter. You know, they all got pianos there and you can sing a song or provide some entertainment or read or share something. You know what God has given you. You can feed those that are hungry. One of the greatest things you can do is feed a hungry person. 
volunteering, you know, at community events, you know, cleaning up around your, you know, with church cleanups and cleaning up around the community. Or if you have a senior citizen or a disabled person in your neighborhood and, you know, their house could use a little, you know, a little TLC, you know, why not? Encourage your, your children, number six in the seven, is to encourage your children and your family members to serve. And number seven is, you know, know what's going on in your community so you can help connect those individuals struggling to the community resources. Of course, there are many other ways you can serve. And the easiest way is when you see a need, figure out how can I solve it? You know, scripture tells us there are many kinds of gifts given by the same spirit and there are different kinds of service to the same God. So one thing that helps me is I believe the scripture that tells us, you know, to serve wholeheartedly. If you are serving as if you were serving the Lord and not men. So when I give to that homeless person on the street, I think about how it says in Hebrews um, around 13, I believe, where, where we are informed not to forget to show hospitality to strangers. For by doing so, some people have shown hospitality to angels without knowing it. But serving doesn't just make your heart feel good. Studies have shown that there are mental and physical health benefits to serving, like reducing depression, lowering your blood pressure, lengthening your lifespan. But putting others' needs before yours also strengthens your relationship. Military service is one of many ways you can serve your country, but definitely not the only way. Serving your country means doing something that contributes to the well-being of a nation and its people. For example, you could be serving your country through the type of career you have. You know, I'm a veteran case manager, and my task is to serve veterans daily. You know, so your job can be in a medical field or in retail, for instance. You know, although your goal might be making a sale, but there are certain things, goods and services that you can sell that can help people in their time of need. And I know that during the height of the pandemic, you know, grocery store workers were in some cases considered frontline workers because of their responsibilities to keep the store shelled, you know, so we, so we can continue to feed the people. Ultimately, as long as you're working and bringing in some type of income and not hurting people, you are serving your country, more specifically your family. So keeping with the theme of Veterans Day, we will focus on those who have served our country through military service. We have many examples of brothers and sisters who are exceptional at their service to, the, to their country. For example, like the Buffalo Soldiers, you know, which was of the, of the 10th Cavalry back in the, in the 1800s in the Revolutionary War. And then you had um, Private Henry Johnson, for example, who was a member of the Harlem Hellfighters, which was an African-American unit in World War I. You know, these are just many of these are just two of the many examples of black soldiers providing memorable services to our country. I mentioned earlier that some veterans may feel we haven't made much progress when it comes to honoring those who put their lives on the line in service to the United States. In my day, I've had the privilege to serve fellow veterans who are transitioning from homelessness. I've learned, I've learned that many veterans are still suffering from life in the military. You know, there are many things that you just can't unsee. This is even more relevant today with those who are suffering in silence. And unfortunately, far too many fellow veterans take their own lives as a way out. I've talked to many veterans who are struggling to regain their footing and end up homeless 
and they wonder where is that country that they swore an oath to to protect and defend. We see money going to help all other kinds of people from all over the world, and yet those who sacrificed are sleeping on the streets. We also know of many who gave their all, and when you look at the political landscape of that time, was, was that life really worth it? Absolutely not. You can be of service to those who are in need. I know it's a lot when you encounter someone who is homeless, for example, although all you can, all, uh, we can't pick them all up and take them home, you know, because that would put our, put our lives and our family in jeopardy. But we, we know what well, we, we should want to feel, or there is a feeling that we want to do something. So how can you help? You know, I mentioned earlier those seven tips you know, when you encounter that person in need, and also ask God to help you help his child. My thought is, I know these few dollars I'm giving you may go right into another bottle, bag, or whatever vice helps you through the day. But once I give it over, I'm going to trust God that you will do what you say, and I will definitely not stand in judgment. I suggest you do your part and keep it moving. So I want to pose a few questions here. Has racism affected your willingness to serve? I will say there are two trains of thought here. Yes, I believe it has. After all, why would you give someone a give of yourself something to someone or some country who has treated you and in some cases still treats you as less than a human? And the other thought is, as scripture has told us, when you are served, serve as if you're doing it to God himself and not to man. I can remember doing my time in the military, which was in the 80s through 2000 for 20 years. Many, I, I've, in, I've encountered many incidents, incidences of racism. You know, one incident, I was at um, uh, the Air Force Base in Sumter, Shaw Air Force Base in Sumter in the early 80s. And I had, um, was, you know, we had duty every week. You know, everybody had to go in and clean up and inside and outside the barracks. And one particular day, Sergeant Cox, who was the first sergeant, called me over. Mims, I'm like, yes, sir. Come here, boy. Which was a compliment for him to call you boy back then because he was not afraid to use the N-word. So came over to him, you know, and he showed me, come here. So he looked around. It was only he and I standing outside. I think I was sweeping the sidewalk or something. And he showed me his card. He pulled a card out of his top pocket. And it had the, the emblem of the Royal Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. He said, I'm a card-toting member of the Klan, boy. And if you don't get your together, I'll kill you. And the look on my face, and he saw the look, and, and he knew he had me. And I, I, it just froze me there for a second. Well, I went on about my business. He walked away laughing, and I went on about my business. And I didn't say anything to anybody. And I think that was my test. The next day... Called me again, Mims. Yes, sir. Come here, boy. So I go over there, and he said, um, he told, he said something. I don't remember exactly what it was, but the gist of it was, take off the rest of the day. And I'm like, sir, yeah, yeah. No, he, he asked me, y'all like playing basketball, right? Um, yeah. Well, go play basketball. So I went, you know, had finished my little chore for the first part of the day. So I went and played basketball and did lunch or whatever, and came back. Okay, sir, I'm here. What do you want? Get out of my face, you stink. I'm like, what? Yeah, go go shower and just hide. Okay. So I went, took showering, and hid the rest of the day. And But from that point on, I had no problems out of him. 
He took care of me to the point where, you know, my fellow airmen were like, well, why you don't get to do this? And what, what's, what you got on Sergeant Cox? You and Sergeant Cox butt buddies or what? Anyway, it was one of those situations where, you know, he, he wasn't, he was a racist. Yes. But I guess God was looking out for me and because of what I wanted to do, you know, there were other incidences where, you know, racist sergeants had gotten beat up or, you know, a couple of them, you know, they found one dead, you know, wasn't at our base, but at another base. And then another incident, which um, back in probably the late seventies, I started my career at Keesler Air Force Base in Mississippi. Of course, you know, there was a few races in Mississippi. And they had a beach down in Biloxi. You go to the Biloxi Beach, and that was a thing. Well, they had a big sign out there on the on the beach when you drove up. Pardon my my French, but no niggas on the beach. And we like, whoa! I, what, what do they mean? No, okay. So we told a fence. We told a sign down. They put it back up, and we went back and forth. And then the commander eventually came out and said, look guys, y'all just stay off the beach. Cause they had, you know, a couple of people got beat up and there was a couple of riots down there and they were setting fire to stuff. So it was, it was really, it was really a, a tough time. But again, we're putting our lives on, on the line. Although we may not have been in a war situation that year, but there were still many of us coming home in body bags from being overseas and doing certain things. So the next question I want to ask you, does America owe the African-Americans anything for the hundreds of years of service to this country? I would say the economic system, yes. After all, they, and there's the question, who are they, benefit from years of free labor? I think the challenge here is who are they and then getting them, them to admit that they were doing something wrong and they didn't do anything to stop it. So that whole idea again, of serving the God, serving the country. But when someone is taking advantage of your service, there definitely need to be some retributions in some cases. But, you know, as we consider next level living, we have to also to consider service one to another, and we have to teach the next generation how important it is to serve good people. We're going to bring this episode to a close. And it was kind of real brief here. You know, just want to jump on and, and wish the veterans a happy belated uh, Veterans Day. Um, but, you know, definitely encourage you to, as always, you know, stay tuned to yourself, your loved ones, and especially to God. This is Brother Steve encouraging you to ask for wisdom, seek knowledge, and build understanding. Thank you for your time and attention. Until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to the Brother's Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. I hope you were inspired and encouraged to put in the work for next level living. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the journey. Tell your homeboys to join the journey to the next level. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Brother Steve.